0: I'm Paul Levinson and welcome to Light on Light Through episode 302, my review of Star Trek Strange New Worlds 1.3. Well, there was a science fiction story I read a long, long time ago, back in the late 1950s, I think, when as a kid I first began devouring science fiction. The name of the story was Enchanted Village, I think. It was first published in 1950 and it was written by A. E. Van Vogt. That's V-O-G-T is his last name. I remember the story as clear as day. An astronaut is stranded on a planet with a barely hospitable environment, and he struggles to survive. He comes up with all sorts of strategies and fixes, and let me say spoilers follow for this story. By the end of the story, he's feeling great, but not because he's come up with ways to make the environment more comfortable for human life. No, he's in great shape because the environment has changed him into an alien life form, happy as a clan in the hostile environment. And Strange New Worlds: 1.3 does a fine job of recalling the essence of the story through the person of First Officer Chin Riley, aka number one. And spoilers for this episode now follow. Here's the situation. The Enterprise beams down a team to Illyria, a planet of humanoids who were outcasts in the Federation because they practiced genetic engineering. Before the episode is over, we learn that number one is an Illyrian, and the centerpiece of their lives and explorations was to transform themselves, not the planets they encountered. And what number one says is, instead of terraforming planets, we modify ourselves. That's a quote. Now, if you think about it, that's a pretty enlightened approach certainly by our current environmental standards. And I think that story in itself would have been well worth watching for an hour, but we get more. We learn at last the backstory of Pike's number one as it was first told to us in the cage, which became the menagerie. And while we're at it, we also learn that security chief Lan Nguyen Singh is a descendant of Khan nunian Singh. That's right. He also was a champion of genetic engineering, which he unfortunately used for evil purposes, which in turn is why the Federation took such a dim view of DNA rearranging. Well, that's a nice historical tie-in to the Illyrian story historical in terms of the history of Star Trek. So quite a story there, right? And just to round out a really stellar episode, we also learn that Dr. Mabenga is keeping his critically ill daughter alive in transporter limbo. She's relatively fine now, and he beams her into flesh and blood existence to visit with her until he can somehow find a cure for her illness maybe on some planet out there somewhere. And that's a great story, too, right there in itself. You know, this new series is just bursting with creativity about important issues, with sentient beings of all kinds striving for better lives. As I said last week, Star Trek Strange New Worlds has the makings of a Star Trek series in league with the original series, Toss, and the next generation, TNG. And you know, after this third episode, I'm sure of that. I'll see you back here next week with my review of the next episode. And I hope you enjoyed that review of the third episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I will be back here next week with my review of Episode 4. I've also begun watching uh, another new series, this one on Amazon Prime, Nightwatch. I'm binging that and I'll be back here with a review of that in a day or two. And look also, or listen also, for reviews of The Man Who Fell to Earth, the next episode there, and The Time Traveler's Wife, the second episode in that new series. All right, lots of good stuff coming up in the weeks ahead. Once again, in the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, and do whatever you can to help those brave people once and for all get the Russians out of their country. Your country, Ukraine. The Light on Light Through Podcast. Athens, 2042 AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left, again, into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.